Previously on the Black and Blue Report. Pelicans fans have not heard from Ryan Anderson in a long time, and so it's great to have him here with us on the Black and Blue Report today. You know what? I feel more athletic than I ever have, and I'm dunking the ball a little bit more than I than I used to, but I don't want fans to be coming in here thinking Ryan's going to be, you know, the next Blake Griffin. You know what I mean? If I'm the next Blake Griffin, you better expect me to be, you know, in the dunk contest. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Here we go. Welcome into the Black and Blue Report. This is obviously the podcast for you, Saints and Pelicans fans. Greetings again from Studio B on Airline Drive. I'm Sean Kelly, and a happy Wednesday to you. We are full go here on this Wednesday as Really, the Saints begin their new week in earnest today, and uh, we'll hear from quarterback Drew Brees later on this afternoon. He'll speak to the media and uh, the team, obviously, in their first full day of practice mode, getting ready for week two against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, We've got Pelican stuff to talk about as well, and uh, as as we just mentioned with the Buccaneers coming up, we'll begin our conversation with them, uh, about them, I should say, by kind of uh, not going behind enemy lines, but checking in with those that cover the Buccaneers on a more daily basis and start to get a taste of what's coming our way to the Mercedes-Benz Superdome this weekend. Hey, I had a lot of fun talking Pelicans, by the way, yesterday as um, with all the guys in now for voluntary workouts, and literally the entire team is now here. Uh, Ryan Anderson was able to join us yesterday. Uh, he is such a blast. Uh, I thought there was a lot of uh, good information in that interview if you if you missed it. You can go back and listen to it, uh, obviously, there on your Pelicans mobile app or at pelicans.com through the Black and Blue Report. Um, We kind of keep those shows there for you in case you miss one. Again, this is no appointment radio, so uh, it's there for the taking uh, whenever you can. Today, we're going to hear from one of the newest Pelicans. Kendrick Perkins uh, makes his first stop with us, and I was really excited to talk to him because I'd never done so before. I mean, I've watched him play for years. Um, obviously, as the Pelicans have played his Oklahoma City Thunder or the Boston Celtics, you get the idea. But now he is here and a part of this franchise. And yesterday's visit was uh, was good. I, you know, I, again, I, I didn't know a whole lot about him. And I think we learned a little bit in our visit. And we're happy to share that with you here on our show today. Uh, as far as that Tampa Bay interview goes, we're going to check in with Greg Allman from the Tampa Bay Times and talk to him about Tampa's a clunker against Tennessee to start their season last weekend and uh, what they may be doing to uh, make amends or make improvements heading into week two in their visit here to uh, New Orleans. The uh, day got started early here on airline as uh, head coach Sean Payton did his media availability via conference call this morning. Uh, This going in front of practice and we'll probably see the same schedule tomorrow as well for the head coach. So I want to do I, I do want to share a little bit of that with you today. The entire thing or the transcript uh, can be found at NewOrleansSaints.com. But here are a couple of the highlights um, from Coach this morning. A lot of this focuses on the defensive side of the football. Uh, in fact, uh, three of the four cuts here I want to play for you are all about the defense, and, and that makes I think total sense um, based on the current state of things with the football team. You know, we saw the Saints debut of Brandon Browner this past weekend. And uh, certainly, I think he held his own on that one side of the field, and they kind of worked the other side of the field, as you saw during the game at Arizona. But uh, John DeShazer, as a matter of fact, from NewOrleansSaints.com, asked uh, Coach Payton how Browner graded out in his Saints debut. Well, it, it very much played into the decision. 
Tampa's got two big receivers. You watch Atlanta, they've got big receivers. Carolina, um, although Benjamin w- was hurt in, in this preseason, uh, but I would say more than any other division, you're going to see some of the bigger, better receivers size-wise in, in our league. Uh, Brandon did well. I, you know, he's someone that has a great grasp as to what we're doing. Um, he's smart. He's competitive. He's in the right position. Uh, and I think that it's just that time on task and the snaps he's getting now um, coming off of the preseason knee injury uh, is only going to sharpen him up. We have certainly talked about uh, getting pressure on opposing quarterbacks, and while there was a lack of sacks during the preseason, we saw the game against Arizona also go uh, sackless. There was some pressure on um, Carson Palmer. Not enough, though, apparently, for Coach Payton's liking. It wasn't good enough. You know, it wasn't good enough. Um, We had some hurries, and, you know, we had some pressures, but – you know, obviously, uh, when when they can, when a quarterback can have that kind of time, the very first touchdown, the quarterback flushes Carson Palmer now, flushes to the right, and if you count and you watch and you watch and you watch, that wasn't like five Mississippi, that was like nine, and so that's hard to play back in defense if if we can't get to that player quicker and and. Uh, and not give him that type of time. So, um, look, there were signs, there were positive signs, and and signs that get you encouraged, and yet we, we've got to be better. And, by the way, as if the defense needed any more bad news, uh, we found out that Raphael Bush is now gone for the season. He's been placed on injured reserve. Uh, Bush was starting a free safety in the absence of Jarris Bird, so <laughs> pretty thin there already. Uh, Bush, who is a solid teammate and a very – um, capable backup to Bird as a starter here in the early going of the season is now done. And so with that, the Saints brought back uh, veteran defensive back Kenny Phillips this week. Phillips obviously spent most of camp with the Saints. Actually, I think he led the Saints in tackles during the preseason games. He's uh, trying to do what Tim Hightower has been trying to do, and that's come back after being out of football for a couple of years. So Phillips is now here, and depending on when Jarris Bird gets back, Uh, Phillips could be the guy there uh, in center field for the Saints defense. Coach Payton was asked about losing Bush and what now uh, Kenny Phillips might bring to the table. Well, it's, it's the shuffling of your lineup initially. And then, uh, you know, we're fortunate that that birds coming along. Um, Kenny was here throughout the preseason. We got some experience and, and so it's just being versatile and being smart with how we practice. All right, then finally here, one, one soundbite about this weekend's upcoming opponent. Obviously, all eyes on Jameis Winston right now, the top overall pick at quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He'll make his Mercedes-Benz Superdome debut this weekend, and Coach was asked about what he saw on tape from his, uh, his being Winston's uh, debut this past weekend. Well, look, when you watch it and, and you see there's a handful of plays that, t- that tilt the game in a certain direction, uh, there aren't many times you get that big a scoring differential by the half. That's unusual. And so generally there's a turnover there. There's some other explosive plays that take place for that to happen. Shoot, the, the half's not long enough normally. But, but I think, listen, I think the process, that's part of the process. You can see his, uh, his ability to compete. 
you know, I think he's got very good leadership skills. And you that goes back to watching the workout and watching him win at Florida State and, and seeing him over the years. And so, uh, you know, that's, that's a, a tough first game. And yet, you know, we just finished our team meeting. And, and when you play in this league long enough, you find yourself on both ends of that type of game, and you just hope that you're uh, you're on the winning end more than the losing end. All right, so there you have it. That's a taste of uh, this morning's uh, conference call with head coach Sean Payton. Again, more of it. And, uh, again, I you know, I think we got you, we got you the, the meatiest part there, uh, but all of it is at NewOrleansSaints.com. Let's see. When we come back, let's continue the football conversation. We'll do so uh, by taking you over to Tampa and checking in with Greg Allman from the Tampa Bay Times. And a bit later, Pelicans talk with Kendrick Perkins. The Pelican schedule has just been released, and 12 game plans are now on sale. 12 game packages, including the ever popular weekend plan, allow you to take in a couple of games a month throughout the season for as low as $199. Don't miss your chance to see NBA All Star Anthony Davis and your Pelicans take on the biggest names in the NBA, including LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kobe Bryant, and more. Visit Pelicans.com or call 525 Hoop and score your seats today. At Smoothie King, we're so much more than just fruit in a blender because each and every Smoothie King smoothie is blended for a purpose. Whether you want to firm up for summer or last longer in the gym, make it one more mile or simply make it through the day, we have a smoothie just for that. If you're looking to purify your diet, hurry in and try our new Nutty Super Grain Vegan Smoothie made with almond milk, Sun Warrior Protein, Super Grains, and a peanut taste you'll go nutty for. Only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Ever been surprised by a bill? A big bill that's higher than expected? Entergy's online tools let you take control. Try level billing so there are no surprises. Pick a due date that works for you. And sign up for alerts to remind you when your bill is due. Make your bills fit your budget. Don't wait another month. Take action today at EntergyIdeas.com. That's the power of people. Entergy. Hardwood, hardball, and hard knocks. This is the Black and Blue Report. All right, welcome back to the Black and Blue Report. Still to come, Kendrick Perkins, uh, newest uh, New Orleans uh, Pelicans uh, big man. But first up, as promised, we're going to talk a little bit about this weekend's opponent for the Saints. That's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And on that beat from the Tampa Bay Times is Greg Allman who joins us here on this Wednesday. Greg, uh, great to have you. I'm so glad you were able to share some time with us today. No, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Looking forward to the game this weekend. Yeah, me too. I really am. I want to see some visual football, and uh, I'll be at the NFC South, which uh, kind of stunk the joint up a little bit last year, admittedly from all sides. Uh, perhaps things will be a little different. Although, Greg, I'm, I'm curious as to what you uh, would you take away from Tampa Bay's opener against the Titans this past weekend. Yeah, I think, as you probably saw, it's just wildly disappointing uh, in terms of where they had hoped to be and and where they uh, wound up being at the end of the day on Sunday. You know, I think this is a game they thought they could win, a team they thought they could beat, uh, kind of be down, you know, 28-7 early in the second quarter. Um, Disappointing on both sides of the ball. You know, I think the offense, I think people expected some uh, initial stumbles for a rookie quarterback like Jameis Winston. But defensively, that, that's probably even more surprising there. They felt good about their defense. And, I mean, to see Tennessee with the rookie quarterback 
score in five of their score touchdowns on five of their first six drives. Um, you know, they, they just they they weren't on the right page. Uh, you know, had some commun- communications issues as well. So a lot of things they have to shore up. Unfortunately, they have to do it against an offense like the Saints on the road this week. Yeah, it'll be tough doing it here in New Orleans. Greg, did you see any signs of this during training camp, or was this is it most disappointing because you didn't see any signs of this? No, I think I mean again in, in, in preseason, obviously they had you know they had a game against the Browns that didn't look good um, on either side of the ball, but also had a game against the Bengals that had looked fairly good. You know, they they liked the familiarity they had with his defense. Everybody being here in their second year with his scheme, even the newcomers, a lot of them had experience with Lovey Smith and his defenses. So for them to look um, out of position and to be making uh, misreads and missed assignments the way they did was surprising because of that. Tell me about Jameis Winston and, and what we should know about him other than the, the widely reported things about his game and his past and his leadership and all that. Yeah, you know, I think he's, he's done and said the right thing since he's been here. Um, you know, has put in the time in terms of being there early, staying late, um, has quickly earned the respect of his teammates. Um, you know, I think there are, there are some uh, holes in his game he's going to have to work out. One of them is, is precision with his throws in terms of limiting mistakes. You know, that's something that if you look at last year, you know, saw his interceptions jump from 10 as a freshman to 18 as a sophomore. Um, and he's going to have to keep that number down. I mean, the two picks he had Sunday, uh, very similar plays in terms of short passes uh, that he just didn't put enough on, you know, and defenders that left and made plays. One of them goes for a touchdown, the other one sets up a touchdown, um, and he can't do that. I mean, that, that's that's the difference between being a successful quarterback and not being one in this league. So uh, I think everybody knew he was going to make plays, you know, had two touchdowns, um, you know, had some, some promising flashes on Sunday, but the, the things that you take away from that first game are the mistakes and the interceptions and how quickly this team was completely out of this game before it was even halftime. Yeah, that's another thing about evaluating that opener. I mean, they were, you know, before people even got, you know, a Coke in their hand, uh, there were problems. Yeah. Um, you know, it may be, maybe Winston's the guy, but, but Greg, are, are there guys on this football team that have the ability to snap this thing back to the right direction, you know, in a short time? Yeah, I mean, you'd hope so for their sake. I mean, last year they, they didn't come out of that spiral very well. Um, you know, you're a 2-14 team. Um, you have to find, you know, kind of the leadership and the sparks where you can get them. I mean, uh, on defense, I think there's definitely a lot more leadership in place in terms of guys like Gerald McCoy and Melante David, uh, even guys in the secondary like Alteron Burner. But, uh, no, I mean, they have to fundamentally play much better. If you think about what a rookie like Mariota was able to do in terms of picking apart a defense, and now you go to somebody who's as experienced and maybe as good at picking up our defense as they'll face this season. So they, they have to be a much smarter defense or Drew Brees is going to have a fun day on Sunday. Where are the Bucks special teams-wise? Because I know that was one of the big question marks back during camp, and, and where does it stand now? Yeah, very new. Uh, they have a rookie kicker in Kyle Brinza. Uh, I got from Notre Dame. They actually picked up in the trade from Detroit. Um, had a great preseason. Had like uh, – Three field goals longer than 50 yards at a 55, at a 57, didn't miss a kick all of preseason. Um, didn't really have much of a chance on Sunday, just had two extra points. Uh, but he's brand new, but again, very strong leg on kickoffs, consistently getting touchbacks there. Uh, their punter is a first year punter, a guy named Jake Shum, who beat out uh, two starting punters that were in the NFL last season as starters in camp. Uh, so new there. Their return game is still a little unsettled. They, they used a running back named Bobby Rainey as their 
punt returner and kickoff returner in the opener. They also have a rookie from Clemson named Adam Humph they might use. Uh, so no, they're they're very kind of new in, in most aspects. Their snapper is only a second year snapper, so it's a very young group. Uh, but I think they they're hoping they can have a much better return game than what they had last year when they were you know bottom half of the league. Yeah, they certainly were. Great information, Greg. Hey, um, if folks wanted to follow you on Twitter, I know they can do so at, T- at Tampa Bay Times. But if they want to do so on Twitter, learn about uh, what you're doing with the Buccaneers and your coverage there. How can they do so? Yeah, it's just my name. So it's Greg Almond A U M A N. Yes, on, on Twitter. Also, always great to have new followers there and lots of uh, stuff about the Bucks and about the NFC South. Again. Well, we will recommend that for sure because you gave us great information today. Greg, thanks so much. We're looking forward to seeing you here this weekend. All right. Thanks again for having me. You got it. Greg Allman with us from the Tampa Bay Times. Stay with us. A little Pelicans talk when we come back. All-Star Electric is lighting up the future with the latest in LED lighting. All-Star Electric specializes in the installation and conversion of the newest LED lighting products. This lasting investment is virtually maintenance-free and offers significant savings on your next electricity bill. This is Tim Blanchard, president of All-Star Electric. Let us evaluate your building, parking lot, or home for an LED conversion because we know we can save you some money. Power outages turn your world upside down. You need to know when your power will come back on, and you want to know what happened. The fastest way to stay informed? Entergy Text Alerts. You'll get prompt updates on when your power will be restored and on what happened. You can even send a text to be sure your outage is being repaired. When the power is out, what's faster than calling? Texting. Sign up today at EntergyText.com. That's the power of people. Entergy. Don't want to miss out on any of the action? Get connected with your New Orleans Pelicans 24-7, 365. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for exclusive prizes and giveaways. Plus, get text with all the latest breaking news right on your phone with Pelican Mobile Alerts. Visit pelicans.com for information on these great features. Plus, sign up for Pelicans Insider with weekly updates from the Pelicans. Join the conversation today. We're talking Pelicans basketball on the Black and Blue Report. Well, there aren't many new Pelicans on the roster, but one of them is Kendrick Perkins as he makes his way into uh, New Orleans, and I think he's ready to go. He's already in town for voluntary workouts, and he joins us for the first time on the Black and Blue Report. Nice to meet you, sir. Nice to meet you, too. Everybody I've talked to about you says you're a great locker room guy, a fun interview, and a terror on the floor. Are they right? <laughs> they got it, yeah. I think they sum it up a little bit. Uh, I just try to be me. Uh, a lot of people who don't know me don't know the other side of me. They just get the frowned up perk on the court who, who they don't like until they meet me. So I just try to be a great teammate. Um, you know, besides that, I'm happy to be here, though. I got I to gotta admit, as, as the opposing radio guy throughout your whole career, I've always said, man, I, that guy drives me nuts. <laughs> but now I, I get the chance to meet you. So I guess you're right. I guess there, there is that perception out there. You know what? If I'm doing that to you, that means I'm doing my job. But, nah, it's cool. Uh, like I say, I'm happy to be here, man, and uh, just be around a great group of young guys. And since I've been here, everybody around the, the whole Pelican organization been great. Um, and, you know, I feel like we got a lot of talent to get things done. We just got to make sure we stay focused and, and take it one day at a time. 
Kendrick, what was it specifically that made you pull the trigger about coming here to play? Um, it's just the young talent. You, know, you look at their team and you just know um, just having a veteran guy around just to, to lead them, to teach them how to be professionals, uh, to teach them how to <clears throat> take care of their bodies, to be responsible on the road, uh, to stay focused, uh, don't worry about nightlife, stuff, just the little things. And you could tell they were just only, you know, few things away from reaching a, a, a great goal. So I just felt like this was the place for me. Uh, you know, I reached out to Dale. He reached out to me, um, and I felt wanted. So that's what made me pull the trigger. Has the teaching already started? What lessons have been learned or taught so far? Oh, well, we learning. You know, <laughs> it's my second day here, so we all learning each other. But it's been great. Um, you know, guys been listening. I've been listening to see what I need to, you know, how I need to, approach each guy and it's been good so you know like the biggest thing you just got to keep building um make sure our guys are all in and when i say all in it's all in when it's not only going well for you but when it's going bad for you mm -hmm. make sure you all in at the same time the value that you're going to bring here with championship experience just years on the wall that kind of a thing is so obvious uh, many people have asked me though what do you think Kendrick Perkins has left in the tank on the floor how would you answer that question I'm just I'm tossing a fair one out there to you and I'm I'm actually um, anxious to hear myself well I mean I'm just you know at the end of the day I'm just trying to I still feel like I, I'm always trying to get better um, and you know a new opportunity is always great for anybody you just want to embrace it um, and I'm, I'm really excited about if I, whenever I get a chance uh, this coming up year to, to show what I got, I'm excited about it. Um, I've been working hard, and I'm going to continue to work hard. So, you know, once the season starts, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> You're going to be that gentle uh, teacher I know with these guys that whisper in their ear. Um, are you still going to be that nasty on the floor that I this team be. maybe has that edge still that they need? Yeah, I got to be. Uh, that's my first assignment before yeah. anything. So, um, but, you know, at the end of the day, I'm here. I'm going to be a great teammate. Um, I'm going to make sure I bring what I do on the court, and we go get it done. From an opponent standpoint, when you were an opponent of this club, how did you scout them? What did you see about them that now makes you want to be a part of it as far as their character on the floor? Well, you just watched them. Um, you looked at every position from <clears throat> from uh, AD to to Drew to Eric to Tyreek, and you just seen that they had a nice core. Um, a young guys that was that was good at every position. It was almost like a raw talent. That all they needed was a couple of teaching points on the little things mm -hmm. and and professionalism. But they they had it already because they work hard. But I'm just saying on the court for us, just I just felt like they needed a leader. And the leader is not always the best player on the team, but it's, I think it's more so of the vocal side and getting guys to buy into you. And you got to lead by example. You've played with some really good ones. Who does Anthony Davis remind you of? And if he doesn't, that's that's a story in itself right there. Um, you know, to be honest, with his basketball game, um, he got a lot of KG in him. With his personality, he got a lot of Kevin Durant in him. Mm -hmm. So um, it's, a, it's different. I haven't seen – I mean, I've been around him only for a few days so far, but I'm just saying as far as his personality and his game – you look at his body and stuff and the way he plays basketball, he got a lot of Kevin Garnett in him. And then his personality outside of basketball, he have a lot of Kevin Durant in him. Let me ask you one more thing. Any good off-season stories? Did you do something cool this summer that that got you through? 
What did I do this summer? <laughs> oh, I, you know what? This was one of, oh, I went to Paris. I went to Paris, and as soon as I got to Paris, <clears throat> I went there for two hours, and my bags were stolen. Oh, no. So how about this story? That doesn't make for a good start no. to a trip. <laughs> it was good, though. Great to have you here. appreciate the visit. I appreciate it. Yep. Kendrick Perkins with us on the Black and Blue Report. Last year, over 400,000 people from 90 countries and all 50 states came to Auctioner to find the critical care they needed. People who could have gone anywhere made Auctioner their destination for a level of expertise, clinical research, and treatment options they couldn't find anywhere else. Auctioner and our affiliated physicians are renowned for leading-edge cardiovascular care, cancer care, pediatric care, innovative treatment of neurological disorders, and more. Our outstanding transplant program has resulted in Auctioner leading the nation in successful liver transplants for years. And today, Auctioner is partnering with physicians and strong community hospitals throughout the Gulf South to bring access to the highest quality of care closer to home. Find the care you need today. Call 866-AUCTIONER for a same-day appointment. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind. Want each show delivered right to your iPhone or iPad? Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes by searching Black and Blue Report. Tomorrow, um, there'll be a lot of good news, significant news from the Pelicans. There could be multiple announcements, one for sure, uh, that uh, I know will um, pique your interest. So keep that in mind and keep your um, Pelicans uh, app at the ready tomorrow, or if you're at work at the desktop or whatever, pelicans.com is, I think, someplace that you're going to visit tomorrow, especially, we'll just say afternoon time. Let's go with that. Um, we'll uh, continue our Pelicans talk tomorrow here on the Black and Blue Report, and we'll also dive deeper into this weekend's Saints game versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We should probably be hearing from some of the gentlemen that will be calling the game for you this weekend. Our thanks to Kendrick Perkins for joining us today. Also, Greg Allman from the Tampa Bay Times. Hope you have a great rest of your Wednesday. For Daniel Salerson, I'm Sean Kelly, and this has been the Black and Blue Report. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.